back. Welcome back to another episode of Rocket Table Talk. If there's anyone still listening, uh, yeah, my bad. I'm Doug. This is Jasmine. Back again after a few weeks. Merry Christmas. My Chrysler. Happy Hanukkah. Um, happy Festivus. Um, whatever else goes happy on. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hey. 2020. Here oh, we Jesus. are. Um, we hope you get all the critical hits for the next 2020. Roll your 20s and not your ones. Yes. This is the year of it. It's the year of the 20s. Year of the 20s. <laughs> Today's episode, after a few weeks off, mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about the lovely class of fighters. That's right. Ching, ching. That's Getting on. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. That's so racist. No, it's not. <laughs> it is absolutely not. It was the swords. It was an automa- so automatopoeia of uh, very racist. Disrespectful. So, so Jasmine, mm-hmm. what do fighters look like? <laughs> In, that sudden is Paint me a strong. picture. Um, anyone with a sword is, is the first thing that I think of. Big sword. But not too big, otherwise it's a barbarian. It can still be a big sword. Because you have proficiencies in uh, dual wielding. That's true. Uh, big swords, <laughs> okay, bow on their back, big armor, bannerman, maybe. I don't know. What? How do you picture a fighter? Doug? I pick a fighter that's anyone who's bad ass. Fighter. Uh, p- primarily doesn't use magic. Uh, can throw probably potions like if they need to. Uh, a little bit of uh, ranged abilities maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but primarily using that. Massive sword and a shield, even. Yes, pretty you much. Can. You can uh, have a shield. Using any weapon, as yep. long as it's not any primarily armor. magic. It, well, I mean, we'll discuss that because there are some archetypes that can use magic. Yeah, as that a, is true. But it's as a fighter. But like, they don't use it primarily. They use no. it to enhance their other stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to say. How, yeah. how does one sound like to you if you, if you were trying to roll? Play one? I we haven't done this question. I all. wouldn't even know. Like, I. But that's a. That's my character. Yeah. He was a cleric. Oh. <laughs> you burped. No. <laughs> I didn't burp. No, I love it. I couldn't tell you because I think fighters are so diverse and there's such an array of different fighting styles and representations out there that they wouldn't have one voice. This is the politically correct version of me coming through. Yeah. So I think I think that's a good point to make. You know how we had that argument about I said that clerics are a really good starting class because mm-hmm. like they could be pretty much fill any role mm-hmm. i think so could fighters in a sense yes they're not like you can't be the you could be the tank you couldn't mm-hmm. be the healer but you can definitely be like the support no you can't be a healer yeah. that is true so like if you're just starting D and you don't know uh, if you don't want to like set yourself up to be like a big sword barbarian fighter mm-hmm. then you could just be like I... start off as like a dual wield fighter then go into yep. an archery fighter mm-hmm. and then maybe be a little bit of magic fighter yeah if it's you like, like a... the whole animal aspect as well there's a cavalier cavalier yes you, can, mounted you fighter. can have a little pet boy yep with you can't fight for you but he uh can take some hits and he walks really fast yeah so fast <laughs> he gets you in the middle of the fight in like and then leaves you there in a minute <laughs> just think of think of roach that's just like just <gasps> roach in and then just <gasps> glitches out <laughs> and he's suddenly above you and you can't get on him anymore like uh what happened to us the other day playing and we called him stuck in a tree no he, he got stuck in the, in the water <laughs> it's like come here roach and then it's like spawns on the map and it's just like where is he and we look like, he's in the water all the blue it's like there's he <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking roach how <laughs> speaking of uh pop culture fighters we got a long list today so we've had to cull it down 
because so just a disclaimer mm-hmm. uh you could pretty much class most people into a fighter into a fighter you really can because it's a very diverse class there is a lot of classes so if we did the proper list like we've been trying to do for the last classes mm-hmm. this would be an hour the longest long. one yeah so we're going to a bunch of them we could even abbreviate as like a whole movie into a category that's correct yes. for example the first one on our list uh, your favorite most of the dwarves from the hobbit yes because like I feel like maybe one or two of them may not be like they could just be yeah. like the rogues or whatever. We watched it yesterday. That's yeah, why it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um. But yeah, majority of the hobbits without going through all mm-hmm. of them, like Dwalin and Balin at your service. Bomba. <laughs> Bomba. Biffa buffa Bomba. <laughs> and then uh, Killian Feely. Yep. And, and then uh, uh, Thorin Oaken Shield. Yes. Karen in, in the rear. Yeah. He and, has his shield. And Bilbo Baggins. Bill that's, that's his French cousin. I would call him a rogue because he's a he's their um yeah, yeah but I'm saying he's but, yes. party. yeah. Uh, and then off that, most characters from the Lord of the Rings as well. Most like there's obviously their magic users. We've got Gandalf and we've got Legolas, who would be the um the ranger. ranger. Yeah, but like doing some Aragorn, research, Gimli. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he doing some research. Legolas may have been a arcane potential, an, yeah, an arcane archer because fighters are also Ranged. archers. Yes, they're not just a ranger. They don't have spell cards, do they? If you were going to buy Fighters, them. No. I think they are in the martial arts. Ah, the martial powers and races? Yeah, that one. Okay. The one the, I've got here. The one that we've got here that holds up your microphone because you're too tall and you need a, something to sustain you. Yes. These bad boys. Yeah. Uh, so this is one that we, reading through this, we had this big, not an argument, we had a discussion about it, was Green Arrow. Green arrow is considered a fighter. For me, it's just anyone with a bow and arrow is a ranger, but that doesn't necessarily translate anymore because reading up on an arcane archer, yep. you can do trick shots and you can like change the way, the, sorry, the direction of your arrow if you miss the first time. Yeah. You could potentially hit someone else with it. So that's the argument's really cool. sake online is that because green arrow uses a lot of trick shots, like mm-hmm. he has like the different arrows that he uses and they all do different things and mm-hmm. he's not Same with, like a um, tracker hawkeye hawkeye could potentially yeah he could be in there be too. moved into the arcane, arcane archer. archer yeah because, that's if yeah. you just want to play it differently because we're going with the idea that if rangers you're a are ranger bows. rangers are bows but also they do tracking and traps mm-hmm. so that's why we're differentiating and saying that green arrow could be a fighter yeah because he doesn't track and he doesn't use traps traps and that we know all that fun stuff i think he now. just uses arrows i think it's just arrows or like arrow i mean he, he did trap black canary <laughs> dick <laughs> love it um anyone from fighting games yeah so tekken street fighter mortal combat it's um, literally in the name of the genre yeah. fighting games fighting fighters games. i mean there's like characters you could argue like sub-zero because he's got magic and that kind of stuff but when you break it down they're fighting close combat. But wouldn't he be a monk because he's a ninja? Maybe. Or like a rogue because he's no, a ninja? No, wait, isn't he a samurai? No, no. Um, what's... um? Don't touch me. Not Sub-Zero. What's his opposite? Scorpion? Yeah. Get isn't over he, here! Isn't he a, a samurai? I think he's also a ninja. He's part of the Lin Kuei. <laughs> ninja clans. Like, I really need to play those games again. No, you do not. There's nothing in them of substance. No offense to anyone who loves it. You just lost all our viewers. Uh, yeah. Every single one of them is also <laughs> like, like Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is the best. Yeah. So anyone um, so from... It's in the, it's yeah. in the title. It's in the Fighting title. games, you get your classic ones. And we're saying like the majority. It doesn't have to be that every single one of those characters no, count. just the majority. majority of them. Yep. 
Absolutely. Thor, God of Thunder. And the reason we put this was reading more on the bond with Eldritch Knight. Yes. You bond with one of your weapons. Yes. He is bonded with both Molnir and uh, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Uh, and you can technically have two. Yeah. But if so, you want to have three, you have to... You have to let go of one. Yeah, let go of one, which you is like... You have to be like, sorry, cool. friend. Write that down. <laughs> Farewell. So Thor, God of Thunder, if you were to play him, I would play him as a Eldritch Knight um, bonded weapon yeah. fighter. I, I feel like there's a lot of bills out there already for Thor. Mm-hmm. And without us actually reading him... Uh, <laughs> we were like, nah, nah. We'll, just, we'll think of him. We're just going to say that he's an, an Eldritch Knight um, fighter. Link. Legend yeah, Zelda. Link, Legend of Zelda. Uh, I, I think so. Fights with the sword, has his shields, um, have to upgrade his weapons. Only in Breath of the Wild. You Don't to, you do that in Ocarina? No, you just get a different sword, like the Master Sword. Yeah, that's upgrading them. Upgrading his weapons. It's not really like forging <laughs> a brand new weapon. No, he's paying someone to forge it. It's a re- it's the master sword. It's forged in ages. He doesn't pay anyone. All right, fine. Just link in Breath of the Wild. Why do you do this? <laughs> like, Why do you ruin it? You like, let me play. Let me live my fantasy. Let me live my life. Let me live my life. Uh, Punisher. Punisher. <sighs> Punisher. You could classify him as a gunslinger, which is technically its own class, but it is subclass okay. from fighter. A point that I want to make now, which I didn't think about before, mm-hmm. he gets into like a really angry rage. And, like, the whole reason he became the Punisher was because of, like, his family died, right? Yeah. And I feel like... That's probably more barbarian. That could be more barbarian. But, like, barbarian mixed with fighter so he can use his guns. So, you'd say primarily barbarian with a subclass of fighter. Potentially. Like, either or. Like, I think... We haven't read much of the comics, so we couldn't go into too much detail. And we haven't watched the TV show because... I did. I watched the first six episodes. Without me? I got bored. Yeah, well, that shows a lot about your character. Rude. Yeah, well, you don't like that. Everyone loved that show, apparently. Yeah, well, to I mean, everyone loved now. also Daredevil. Daredevil was, was good. Daredevil was not good. This isn't a Marvel podcast. Contain yourself. <laughs> John Wick. Daredevil was good. What are you talking Daredevil about? Daredevil was not good. It was good. like Law and Order, but with fighting. It was horrible. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you count John Wick as a fighter? Or... All right, listen, Doug. You proud of yourself? Who we up to? John Wick. Yes, for the third time. Look, we've had we've had a break. We've been working hard, but it's been a while since we've done this. We're a little bit kooky, some might say. You are. I'm. Yeah, okay. Yep. I guess I'll take it. Just throw me under the bus that way. I will. Uh, John Wick, no. He's a fighter because he fights, but his primary uh, job was assassin. So you'd put him as, as a rogue? I think he could be a... Like, I think if you were to break it down timeline-wise, started off as a, as a rogue, rogue or an assassin or whatever. And then dog died. A, yeah. Fighter. <laughs> yeah, so it's... it's <laughs> what is it? PD? So yeah. PD and post-D. Would be pre-dog oh, and oh, <laughs> post-dog. No. So, PD and PD. Yeah, PD and PD. Pre-D and post-D. Yeah, post, post yeah. post so pre-D, he's a rogue and post-D, he is he was just a out fighter. The, or would it be a barbarian because he's got rage in him? Yeah, but he, he's, not, yeah, he's rage because of the dog. He killed the people, but then he's just fucking mad he's afterwards. Just, it's yeah. Like, yeah. He's about to fuck shit up. Oh, look, if anyone out there has an opinion about John Wick, what class he'd be in, let us know. Hit us Love up on our it. social medias at mm-hmm. Rocket Table Top on 
whatever. Ever. Yeah. Anything. Everything we've got. It. Uh, Hellboy. And you skipped Deadpool. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deadpool, yeah, I'd count him. Um, he's more of a joker. Like, I could say he could even be a bard. He'd be a multi-class yeah, fighter bard. Yeah, because, like, some see. of his insults will deal damage because he'll hit you afterwards. Like, where's, uh, what's his name? Ajax? Or, like, where's Francis? And where's just, Francis? just kill well, everyone. I was thinking, you're going to die by a, what is it called? Zamboni. The Zamboni. Just tell me where he is. <laughs> tell me where he is. Subplot. No one knows who Francis is. I'll kill you in five to ten minutes. <laughs> uh, John, I, th- I sorry. I think Deadpool 100% would be a fighter. Classically, a samurai because he has his two samurai swords. Um, They're called katanas. Fucking whatever. <laughs> um, and he has other elements that are also fighters. So he can dual wield um, bigger weapons. You know, he can hold a bazooka and all that fun stuff. Gunslinger, if you want to. He's He can multi... He uses different weapons. And then that is what we've discovered is a primary aspect of a fighter is they can use uh-huh. multiple weapons. Yep. And so that's why we're classing him as yep. a fighter. As a fighter. Uh, Hellboy. Thank you. That's the next one. Yep. Big wait. red boy. No horns, giant fist. Yep. Imagine taking that. And oh, <laughs> No, I don't want to think of that. And then his gun, which is uh, Would you count something. him as a gunslinger? Or would you still cast him, classify him as a fighter because he can use his... Like, use his I'm going to say forewarning for anyone who doesn't know, the gunslinger class is a critical role enabled content. Mm-hmm. Uh, so technically it's not we think. canon. Um, no, it is. No, it's official. It's official. So, so you, can, like, you can play it in Adventure League? Yes. Okay, but so if you don't, yes, with a question mark. If you don't know, then just go on to D and D Beyond and you can look yep. up the. They have all class. the content there yeah. as well, which is really cool. It is a it is an archetype of the fighter, and that's yep. why we're bringing it up a lot. Yeah. Um, Mulan is a classic. Well, she's a warrior. She's a warrior. She's a warrior she's a from samurai. the Chinese royal army or whatever it is. Now all of China knows who you are here. Good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, ma'am. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my dad. <laughs> on that fire, he's just like... He's <laughs> 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 trying to turn it off. Stop, fans. Yeah, but Mulan um, counts... 100% strong female lead. Took down the, the Han... Hans? The Han. I was going to say Hans Gruber. A, I don't think it's a... The uh, There's a plural to it. Yes, it's, it's just the Han. Yeah. Um, which is great. Michonne? From Walking Dead. The Michonne from Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Same sort of thing. Has a katana. Yeah, she just... Did she right this fo- time? Katana, yeah. yeah. that's what I thought. Bitch. Katana and samurai sword are completely different. Are they though? Yeah. Hmm. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think from what we've said is like the... Uh, what do we think fighters look like? She, mm-hmm. she um, fits into that. She has a sword. Mm-hmm. She's angry. But she well, doesn't she's use not her... too angry. Yeah, that she's she not too angry. Bleeds into that one. So she... is that the defining factor between what what takes you over the line from being a fighter and a barbarian? And a barbarian. Is I like think barbarian is also in the no armor thing, whereas oh, fighters do wear armor and they're proficient in all armor, so they can really fluid. They're they versatile. Can fit it. Yeah, yeah, they're versatile. Um, but they get no no arm bonuses, so they have no, to wear they something. have to wear the armor to protect mm. themselves. But there's like other. They have like second wind and action surge and all that kind of stuff, which is really cool. Which is you could almost say similar to a barbarian, but I think barbarians are seen as like the no armor, you know, we can take a hit so we can also deal a hit. Whereas fighters know their limitations and uh, I would say their thought process is a lot closer to a rogue than a barbarian. Yeah. And that's where I would almost put fighters in between. Like 
you're gonna say if you're a fighter on the range between a barbarian and a rogue where do you fit i'm fit in a fighter like yeah that's fair enough no i think that's the easiest way to categorize them the difference between what a fighter is sorry what a barbarian is and what a rogue is is the fighters in between that yeah okay that's a really that's actually a really good idea for mm. a like a infograph is yes. like where would you fit on like the rogue on a scale to scale. this and yeah. then if you're in between them then you just Fight multi-class yeah then you just multi-class exactly <laughs> which so is yeah, really Michonne cool. would fit in that yes 100 um Geralt of Rivia so good great show <laughs> highly recommend it can you do the music um I can't think of it now toss either. a coin for your Witcher no I was gonna do the uh. <laughs> I was like, I can only think of that song right now. Oh. I'm trying to think of like the fighting music, and for the life of me, I am blanking. We literally have been playing it nonstop since for the like show came two, out. Yeah, I love my game. <laughs> That's Lord of the Rings. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Lord of the Rings yeah. in my head too. That's super awkward because we were making fun of it as the game was loading last I time. I can't think. Um. Don't stop, never give up. You can't can kill me. I've got. <laughs> I've got Star Wars now in my head. What? That's not Star Wars. Isn't it? No. What am I singing then? <laughs> You're singing some like classical rendition. No, it's not. It's... Mm, yes, I am. That's it. That's Star Wars. That's, yeah. not, that's, not, that's not what future. I was singing. It's a big head. Very big head. <laughs> oh my God, it's big. <laughs> uh, so Geralt counts. He has got the sword. Farewells, Zoro from One Piece. Oh, Zoro. I thought you said like the normal Zoro. No, Zoro from One Piece. So Zoro, like the yeah, dude with the, the, and the black would... hat and the cape. And he uses a fencing Why sword. Why do you do this? They both count. No. Zoro and Zoro. Or would Zoro from non-One Piece be a swashbuckler? <laughs> no, he's not a pirate. He just has a, he's a musketeer. So what would yeah. a musketeer, would any of the three, the mid three musketeers? Yeah. Like that. Is that real yes, life? Yes, that is real. Three. Well, it's not real, but it's a, it's fiction. Yeah, it's, did, it, did it really happen? It's not non-fiction. So the, the seven of the three musketeers, because there's seven of them. Um, yeah, there was. How crazy is that, right? They just couldn't count. I don't even know where we're going with this now. But I'm yeah. trying to say is, do they count as being fighters? Because then if they count rogues. as being fighters, then Zoro will count as being fighters. Well, Zoro's got samurai swords. No, Zoro as in... Oh, yeah. Okay. Character. Yeah. Because he's also a musketeer. Look, yes. <laughs> Let's just put them both in fighters and be done with this. There's <laughs> okay. just too many fighters. So, what's his name? Zayanara Zoro? Rowan Norris. Rowan Norris. No, I can't do it now. My favorite show in the whole world and I can't do it. Rowan Noro? R-O-N-O-R-O? This is your... R-O-N-O-R-O-N-O-R-O. I think it's actually an A at the end. Okay, anyway... So that Zoro, mm-hmm. he is a samurai with three swords and he's really famous for his three R-O, swords. R-O-R-O-N-O-A. Roronora. Roron, yeah. Roronora Zoro. Roro. Roronora Zoro. I can't. Say that five times fast. Can't even say it once fast. I can't even do it. On a good day, I can do it five, but... No. Not today. Uh, we can't even think of the Witcher song. We're a little bit tired. It's been yeah. a long couple of days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm saying that he will count with his famous three sword maneuver, whatever it's called. Style. Yeah. What's his? What's it called? Does he have a name for it? Yes. I'm not going to be able to tell you what it is though. Like fighting lion or some rubbish? No, it's, well, they're different attacks. 
okay. his gun names for the different attacks. So okay, he counts. I'm saying he three counts. sword style is what he calls it. Could you do that in D and D? You reckon three swords? Yeah. Because you know how that you can yes. dual wield. Do you reckon you could just dual wield and just add a bit? Yeah. Put it in there. I mean, sure. If you play around with it enough, yes. You could homebrew that shit so hard. <laughs> um, then we've the got the bride. The bride from Kill Bill. Yep, hundred percent. I've never watched it, but it looks scary. It's good. It it's is a, a good film. film. No, oh. it is a classic action um, uh, Quentin Tarantino film. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? You did. I'm yeah. like, I don't know if that's Zorro, correct. Noro. <laughs> Zorro. <laughs> um, she's got the samurai sword. She was classically trained, done all that kind of stuff. Actually? Look, yes. I don't know the lore of Kill Bill. So. Yes. No, she was. Because she, when she got the special sword, she had to go to a temple and learn the secret ways so she could use it. So, yes. Yes, she was. And that's in the second film. There's two? There's two. Oh, yeah, I knew that. I was taking the puss. Huntress from the DC universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or would she be a gunslinger? But she does use martial weapons. If, even if she's a gunslinger, she'll be a uh, still a fighter. Still a fighter. Mm-hmm. But she uses a crossbow. So a crossbow gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Which would then just be an arcane archer because she can do trick She's shots. also a mounted a cavalier because she uses her, her uh, motorbike. motorbike a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just a mixture so of everything. So she's a fighter. She's like a, a she's, she's a, a fighter multiclassing another fighter. That's what she's doing. <laughs> Love it. Um The Spartans. The Spartans from three hundred, such as like King Leonidas. And they're not or are they? Barbarians because they don't have armor. They have armor. They got shields and helmets and leather. Do and, they wear leather? And they got little flappies on their peepees, and booties, <laughs> and sandals. Sure. Um, and then going from that, and I wrote down the Spartans on the list. I was just like, Master Chief, he's a Spartan, he's a warrior. Mm. So Master Chief as well would count as a warrior, I reckon. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say he's a gunslinger. I'd just say he's a warrior that uses a ranged weapon. Yes. Um, because that's it's def- not really a gun. It's a it's an alien weapon. It's a pulse rifle or a carbine rifle, as some might sure. call it. Regardless, it's not bullets that's coming it's out of it. It's not bullets. Is it bullets or yeah. is it like lasers? No, he doesn't use a... He picks up laser guns from the Covenant. Mm-hmm. See, that's, yeah. He doesn't use... Oh, anyway, what's up? <laughs> I don't play getting, Halo, so... I'm getting sidetracked from that. Princess Fiona. Princess Fiona from Shrek. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we've talked about her already. No, not yet. We've talked about Was Shrek she in characters. the Disney... We talked about... No, she wasn't. Okay. Because she's not Disney. We did talk about... Shrek isn't Disney? No. Garlic bread makes you fat. Garlic <laughs> bread makes you fat? <laughs> no, we talked about Puss in Boots, but we didn't talk about Princess Fiona. Ah, oh, true. Did we say the Puss in Boots was a swashbuckler? I think we wanted to say he was. Okay. Yeah. So maybe then Zorro and... As in- no, because... Oh, fuck, he is a pirate too. Zorro's a, Zorro's a rogue. Wait. He is no, no, a pirate. No, no, which Zorro? Are we talk- I'm talking about black... My Zorro. Okay, I'm talking about black clad in leather Zorro. <laughs> My boy Zorro. Okay. Green hair. What's his name? First name? No, I'm not doing it. Rora Nora. I can't. Rora Nora. I'm, I'm thinking about it too much. Yeah. Ellie from The Last of Us. <laughs> that was a really big, just like, nope. I'm just like, I'm just ignoring you because you're going to just make fun of me until I say it wrong Pretty again. Pretty much, yeah. I wanted to get you to say it. <laughs> yeah, so we've got some video game, video game characters. As if case people weren't already aware, we're trying to do inspiration that's both male characters and, and female, female characters. Because mm-hmm. we find it, when we try to research for our podcast, we find it hard to find a Females. good list of both. Yeah. Well, yes. Because like we find either list top Jeez. 10 what barbarians and they're all male or yep. we do oh top 10 mages and they're all and female. they're all females it's just like, and it's not fair if yes like it shouldn't just yeah anyway so we try to make a as list as fair of as possible so now yep. we've got some characters that we yep. yeah so a lot of zombie ones from, ellie from last of us clementine you know who's another zombie one um the daughter of uh um rick from walking dead i i okay yep i wouldn't know but anyway 
You keep talking. I'll figure it out. Uh, so, yeah, Ellie from Last of Us. She's a warrior. Um, in the second game, which people are excited for, I am not. She'll be in it. Third She'll game. be with the, the second game. Wait, what game are we talking about? Last oh, of Us. Yeah, but I thought we were on Clementine. Then we got Clementine from the <laughs> Walking Dead Telltale series. Yep. Um, which that was a great idea that you had, like mm. saying that. I was like, fuck. Yeah, she 100% yeah, she would fights, be a warrior. Yeah, she more in like season weaker, two. But does, yeah. yeah, but she, you know, holds her own towards the end and she did, you know, end up. Oh, should I don't, spoil don't it? Say spoilers. No, I'm not going to spoil it. Even though the game's like a decade old now. Don't yep. do spoilers. Uh, Great franchise for anyone who hasn't played it. I yeah, highly recommend it. It's really cool. That. It's really fun. Uh, then we got this one, which was uh, Ellen Ripley from yes. the Alien series. 100%. Very she iconic female warrior. Serious. Fighter, sorry. But. Oh, yeah. Takes nothing from no one. She's got her weapons. What's that she famous lays- line she says when she's in the giant forklift? She says, give to- me back my cat. And then she's like. Is that what she <laughs> no. says? I was like, I don't think that's right. I think it's don't touch the girl or some rubbish. I thought it was like a fuck you sort of thing. To the alien. Oh. Get off my ship. Bitch. <laughs> I'm sick of these motherfucking snakes on oh, my motherfucking, motherfucking plane. plane. <laughs> uh, like and replace snakes with aliens and plane with yeah, spaceship. Love it. Uh, Metroid series. What's her name? Uh, Samus Aran. Thank you. Yeah, Samus Aran would count. Even though she's a hunter, she's a bounty mm-hmm. hunter, wouldn't she be a, uh, a, ranger? a ranger then? Potentially. Um, I'm tossing up between the yes. two. Yes. But she does a lot of close combat as well. With what? With her feet. With her arms. When she punched with the... Your only knowledge of her is from Smash Brothers. Yes. When you spam X and then she does close attacks. Yes. <laughs> you um, got me there. Look, okay, I, I'm going to... We put it in the list now. If anyone wants to disagree, put mm-hmm. it in the comments. Yeah. Um, Please tell us where to put it. But we've definitely just added her in here because we think she's an awesome fighter anyway. Uh because she she does everything. She can be unarmored or armored. Yeah. Um, and then she uses the different weapons with her, her arm gun, her rockets, her laser whip. Oh, so you've actually played the Metroid games. I love the Metroid series. <laughs> uh, or she uses just like a standard pistol, which then turns into a whip as well. Oh, look at you go. I know, right? It's like as if I've done research. <laughs> uh, so now we're going to break off from the podcast a little bit. And we've got something to read out. Uh, Jasmine's going to read it yeah. out. Uh, um, who knew that this little podcast would get... Some attention. I don't know if it's a sponsor, but regardless, uh, we would like to give a huge shout out to the amazing team that is Imaginary Adventures. If you guys use Rocket Tabletop in one word at the checkout, you can get 20% off store wide. Um, we hope you guys use this. One, it helps Imaginary Adventures, it helps us, it helps you. It's a win, 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 win. Um, make sure you get on that as soon as possible, though, because this does expire at the end of January 2020. Yeah. So just to recap, Rocket Tabletop spelled R-O-C-K-E-T-T-A-B-L-E-T-O-P. Yeah. I One word. <laughs> I had to think about that. Yeah. I was like, no, you're going to spell this wrong. Rocket Tabletop at checkout has a discount yeah. code, 20% off until the Go end of January. ham on it. They've got the new Dungeons and Doggies. Number three. Um, a pre-order. Yep. yep. Series three. Um, they've just had a huge restock of WizKids minis. They've got amazing dice. They've got their own dice that they do. If you're a Pathfinder fan, they've got... Um, or um, Starfinder. They've got that Starfinder. as well. Starfinder. They've got a lot of stuff on there. Check them out. 20% off store-wide. They absolutely deserve the attention. Okay. Um, and back to back to the podcast now. Back to Quick builds. Who knew that from episode one to now, <laughs> we actually get a sponsored segment. We we did, did it! it! Yay! <laughs> and that is the end. This is yep. when we die. It's like yep. copyright claim. Yes. All right, done. <laughs> so a quick build for a fighter. Mm-hmm. Prioritize strength or dex, depending yep. on where you're going, if you want to be a rangery or if you're yep. going to have a yep. uh, close combat. Second is your constitution. Second is constitution. Or 
intelligence if you're going to be an eldritch knight as your yes, archetype. because you need your magic and intelligence is the magic um, number subclass uh, casting modifier casting modifier yeah which is it's it's good to know that yeah you can you can prioritize strength or dex which is you know a lot of classes as do you that. would for a fighter yeah but then as well as like constitution which we'd normally determine is like the second most important yep. one to do it's like it's const or you could do intelligence but like you know depending on what, pick you, what you want to do yeah it's the real difference between fighting type uh close combat and ranged spell class uh, uh subclasses is because most of your uh close combat will require you to have a higher strength or dex because you're you know fighting with your hands yeah. versus ranged you need either dex or your wisdom or intelligent whatever your um spell casting modifier yeah is which is really cool it just it allows for that like we said before it's a very versatile class to pick because you can be like oh fuck it i don't actually want to be a close combat i'm going to be i'm going to be ranged yeah. yeah even though you're a fighter yeah, yeah. Uh, hit points, 1d10, pretty standard. Really nice. No, that's higher than most. Most, uh, I think it averages out as a 1d8 is an average. Not the classes I play. No, I know. <laughs> the classes I play, they're all roughly that. All the ones that I've played have been 1d8. Um, hit points, uh, oh, yeah, 1d10. Standard um, for... Proficiencies, yeah. all armor. All armor and shields. Which is really cool because that's not all of them. We Like, again, like as we're saying, it adds to the versatile mm-hmm. to this. Tenus? Versatility. Versatility to the class. <laughs> That's the word you're looking nah, for. Versatile tenus. <laughs> um, I'm sticking with it. Yeah. And then off that, uh, weapons, you're proficient in both simple and martial weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, Which is fun. Are ranged weapons considered in... Simple weapons. They're in simple weapons? Uh, well, with your trusty player's handbook. Which you can buy on Imaginary Adventures with the code, discount code Rocket Tabletop 20% off at checkout until end of January. <laughs> I should be one of those disclaimer guys. Yep, Authorized right. by Liberal Party Camera. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, simple melee. It just says simple weapons. It says simple and martial weapons. So, yeah, you get simple weapons and martial weapons. So, you can do everything. You can do pretty much everything. You have proficiency in all weapons. You have proficiency which, with all armors and all weapons. Yes, which they do talk a bit, that, uh, a bit about that at the beginning of uh, the fighting class anyway because... Uh, one of the first words that they use, I can't... I'm going to say, I'm going to say now, it's the. A. Fuck. Um, <laughs> it's the first word they use. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, one sec. They're all good. Uh, fighters learn the basic of all combat styles. Every fighter can swing an axe, fence with a rapier, wield a long sword or a great sword, use a bow, and even trap foes in a net with some degree of skill. Yeah. So, yes, a defining factor of a fighter is that you're proficient in all weapons, in all armor. You have freedom to explore that as much as possible. So you walk into an armory, you can have one of everything. Just thinking now, because you said throwing a net, mm-hmm. the one thing I thought of then was any gladiator. Because gladiators mm, use like use nets and poles stuff. and then they use nets, then yep. they use whips, then they use swords. Then they, they use their yeah. uh, bows and arrows. Yep. Yeah. So pretty much if you wanted to play like a gladiator, yep, you, could, you could do that. Yeah. Um, they don't start with any tools. Oh, so they're not proficient in any tools. They sorry. have no tools, which is fine. I mean, yeah. they have to be weak somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Saving throws are strength and constitution. Actually, that is not uh, necessarily true because if you choose the play testing version of rune... Um, what was it called? Rune Warrior? Warrior. Rune... Uh, you have proficiency in smith tools. Rune Knight, sorry. Rune Knight. Yeah. You get proficiency in smith tools. Yeah. That's at level three. Yeah. Two. One. 
Saving throws is strength and constitution. And you get to pick um, from two, two skills. skills from either acrobatics, animal handling, athletics, history, insight, intimidation, perception, or survival. And that thing, that just goes with the, like the role-playing aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, 100%. Like, like fighters, very acrobatic. They mm-hmm. can do pretty much everything. Same with athletics. Same with athletics. Um, animal handling goes with cavalier, if cavalier you're going to be with that. and what was the other magic one? Rune knight, eldritch knight. Uh, 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 arcane, Ar- mm, arcane Archer. Archer. Arcane Archer. Arcane Archer. Archer. Yep. Insight, so you could like know what you can, what the enemy's going to do, yep. sort of thing. You can see if they're lying or not. Intimidation, you because to... you're a fighter, you're right in the mm-hmm. way of it. Perception, same sort of thing. And it's survival. Yeah. You know how to live on your own. Yeah. Um, so, very classic. Most of the fighter archetypes also allow you to pick a, uh, a third proficiency at third level so um it is also something to keep in mind pick two that you think you'll need right at the beginning and then you get to have more freedom as you go along. yeah we did see that one of the archetypes was like if you're not proficient in anything that's strength based you just get extra bonuses to it round up yeah Yeah, which is really fun so Um, don't think too much about skills when you're playing a fighter just think of ones that might fit in and then how you want to play your character? Are oh, you yeah. going to do it heavy role play? Play uh, pick those role playing ones. I think m- honestly, if I was going to be playing a fighter, I would do athletics and perception because honestly, I use perception in absolutely everything, and I hate when I don't have a proficiency bonus yeah. in it. I think if I had to do a fighter and pick from just that bracket, mm-hmm. I'd pick perception and survival for mm. a role playing perspective. Of yeah, like, very intimidating. But then, but I'm, you didn't pick intimidation. What did I say? You said perception and survival. I was meant to say intimidation. Yeah. And then my brain was like, (laughs) 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 instead of intimidation. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I would pick uh, intimidation and survival because you're intimidating and you can survive. And you will survive. Yep. Love it. Uh, So going into uh, more about fighters, we have action surge. It's something you gain at second level. Um, So once per short rest, Take one additional action on your turn as a reaction. Was that what it was? I think so, yeah. Hold on. I'll pull it up. Which one per short rest? So mm-hmm. you get one. So you can smash that right out um, and get it back you take, very quickly. Yeah, no, you take one additional action on your turn. It's. I think. Is just, that what it is? Yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's what I've written down. Mm. Uh, and then after that, it's like uh, picking the... Picking fighting styles. Yeah, so fighting styles fighting is Fighting styles is very similar. It's similar to the ones that you can get in... As a ranger, they also have fighting styles. Rangers have fighting styles and someone else has them as well. But I'm going to assume it's just these two for now. Yeah. Um, But different from the ranger, you have more options. So rangers and uh, fighters have both archery, defense, dueling as their main three. But fighters get then get great weapon fighting, protection, two weapon fighting. Actually, I think so does um, rangers. And then second wind. Yeah. Sorry? No. Second wind's a separate thing. Yeah, but like, so this is like, again, to, if, because you get this at one, right? You get two. No, you get it at one. Fine style is just at one. Oh, there you go. So if you start off and you say, oh, I think I'm going to be playing an, like an archer with an arrow and a bow. You can pick the archery fighting style. So you get to gain two Mm -hmm. to bonus. Then there's a arch type that you can pick, which is the champion. And with that, you can get a second fighting style. So mm-hmm. if you're not too familiar with how you want to play it, you pick champion. And then when you get to 10, I think it is, you yep. pick a second fighting style and be like, oh, you know, Change I didn't up. really enjoy being an archer. So let's do a dual wielder instead. Yep. And you can, because it's so versatile and you can have uh, weapons with versatile or with finesse. Uh, 
Finesse is dex and yeah. cons. It's versatile is one or two hands. I'm thinking of the one that you can use dex or strength as your modifier. Finesse. So if you, because bows use dex, but yep. if you use finesse weapons and dual wield them, then you can still use a dex modifier and For then that have as it well. as. Yep. Yeah, you can really play it. Um, I think fighters are very versatile, as like we were saying earlier. Um, there's a lot of freedom with it, especially when you choose your fighting style. You can play into the role playing aspect, but... Yes, if you want to be a ranger, you have that archery bonus. If you want to be a great weapon fighting fighter, yep. that one's really fun. So when you roll a one or two on damage die, um, you can re-roll them. That's right. Which is really fun. Yep. Um, and then there's like protection and two weapon fighting and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So another thing that the fighters get is second wind, mm-hmm. um, which is your, as your bonus action, you can restore hit points, um, which is, I think... What is it equivalent to your 1d10 plus your fighter level? Yeah, 1d10 so, plus your fighter level. Yeah, right at the beginning, you can get up to 11 points. That's pretty good, right? It's not bad, especially if you roll well. You can use that one per short rest. And mm-hmm. at the later levels, you get the indomitable, which is uh, re-roll a savings throw that you fail. You get that yep. one per long rest. So fighter has a lot of damage and sustainability from the get-go before you even choose what archetype that yep. you want to go which for. Which is really fun. Which again works with that versatility. It's archetype like, or archetype? Uh, archetype. I say archetype. Yeah, archetype. You've been saying archetype. Yeah, like archer, because I've been saying archer. Oh, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but thank you for calling me out on this live I got format you, that we got. I got you, boo. Um, it's good to know that, like, again, the, the, can't stress this enough. The fighter is very versatile. It's fun. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm interested in leaning towards. I never was interested in fighters before we did some research. Now they look fun, um, different, and similar to other classes as well. That if you were leaning towards ranger or you were leaning towards barbarian, but they're not, you weren't a hundred percent sure of them. Fighter, you can lean into both of those categories while still being your own. That's correct. Which is really fun. Yeah. So we're going to break down the fighter archetypes. There's a lot of them. There is a lot of them. Do you want Holy to pull it shit! Up for me, so we can both have a look, because uh, we're looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven on the official books and um, purchasable uh, products. Uh, then you've also got three in playtesting mode plus the gunslinger. Two plus playtesting one. Two playtesting one gunslinger. So Which first is one really fun. That we're going to cover is the arcane archer. So we mm-hmm. brought this up before, saying that the green arrow is an arcane archer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's primarily if you're going to be an archer for it. Um, so it's only ranged weapons that you do get bonuses for stuff, uh, such as like the bow or the crossbow. Uh, and then they can also enhance your arrows with magic that give you different abilities. And these abilities can be like re-roll missed attacks or like increase magic uh, damage modifiers. Or like, um, give you elemental damage on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of stuff as well. Uh, Jasmine's filling around with something. Yeah, I want to get our documents up. Oh, I thought you wanted the thingo up, the yeah, web page up. Yeah, I want up. that too. But then why? Why do you got your little? I want two to look at. Sure, you can look at continue. That. That's that's pretty much what the arcane archer is. Obviously, if you read up on it more in depth, this is just breaking down what the key. Mm-hmm thing of it is is like so it's a ranged abilities range damage yep and close you, to crossbows and bows and um, and then you get your magic stuff that adds on top of it as well so like you get the trick shots you get the curving shot the yeah uh the Which, arcane shot did you want to talk a bit about that 
Yeah, if you want to break it down. Yeah, so uh, one of the uh, cool things uh, of Arcane Archer is at third level. Um, is it third level or is it seventh? Seventh is Magic Arrow. Yeah, no. At third level, if you miss a target on your first shot, you can re-roll your attack roll to try to hit a different opponent. Mm. Which is really fun. So you have a second chance at trying to hit someone else. So great for multi-weapon, uh, sorry, multi-attack, so multi-enemy fighting. That's right, yeah. You can really utilize um, your archery, especially when they're close enough to each other as well, which is really fun. Is there any archery abilities that give you like a multi, like a net or something? I don't think there is, is there? No, I don't think so. I think we did something different where I tied two, a rope together to two arrows and we shot them yeah. in our campaign. But Like caltrops. Oh, whatever it's called. The caltrops? No, nah, the bowl. Cowbells? Camel toe? More cowbell. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think if you homebrewed that, you could have like a, a crossbow that shoots multiple bolts, but mm. you have just have like the net that's tied that's between That's attached them. to it and try to so catch stuff, cool. which is really fun. Um, so that's Arcane Archer. Mm-hmm. Again, Green Arrow is pretty much like the Arcane Archer yeah. of the pop culture world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one, which is from the player's handbook, uh, is the Battlemaster. Which took us a long time to figure it out. Yes. We sat here arguing when we were writing up our notes for this one because we couldn't decide on how you would describe it. But one of the defining factors of a Battlemaster is that you have superiority dice. Yes. So the description that they use At is... At the start, yep. Uh, to a battlemaster, combat is an uh, academic field, sometimes including uh, subjects beyond battle, such as uh, weaponsmithing and calligraphy. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, you kill it when it comes to fighting. Um, how Describe the superiority dice. So the superiority dice is like an extra pool that you can pull from. So like Four? Uh, every at long the start, rest? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, which then upgrades to five and then six later on. Uh, they start off at being D8s, but then they go to D10s and then D12s. And what they do is if you use maneuvers, which is another thing from the archetype, mm-hmm. uh, then you can add superiority, superiority dice to, to the damage hits. or to your move or to certain abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it gives you like an increase to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, you expend it and then you get whatever, whatever back. Which is really cool. So, so 1D8 to anything. Um, just to go through, you can choose up to three maneuvers for your um, choice in Battlemaster. Um, there's a range of different ones. Most of them are strikes and attacks. So you have commander strike, disarming strike, uh, distracting st- uh, strike, uh, fainting attack. Uh, you've got some other ones in there like evasive footwork, uh, parry, rally, um, but then you've got stuff like uh, trip attack, sweeping attack. Um, and when you do those, you get to add your superiority dice to those moves. Yeah. Which is really interesting. So this is like a class that you would want to pick if you want high damage mm-hmm. and you don't really care about defensive like no. bonuses to mm-hmm. stuff. It's very close combat focused as well as by the wording of it. It yep. seems that it lots to be like uh, the melee of like the melee attack that you do or like a friend that's in five feet of you gets to do something extra. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going to be close combat focused, either like two swords, sword and shield, whatever you're after, mm-hmm. this might be something that you're after. After and after. Because, you know, my brain is working 100% right now. Um, and then later on in the class, you do get abilities that regain used dice. Mm-hmm. So there's like a few classes that have their own pool that it's like, if you don't have any left in your pool, you can get stuff back on the start of your 
um, battle phase, which is pretty cool as well. Yeah. They want I, you to use it. Is they what want I'm you to, to use it. There's different um, maneuvers and that kind of stuff as well, which is really interesting. Um, and back again, sorry about the little jump cut we had there. Uh, our technology doesn't work all Ooh, the time. Do no. not smash my stuff. I'm my bad. Uh, next up in the different fighter archetypes uh, is a cavalier, which is the one that we were most excited for to which talk about. You learnt what cavalier means today. I did. I'm learning as we go. Yeah, both English and D&D. Education in D&D. So cavalier is from Xanathar's. Yep. Um, and it's mounted combat focus. Which is real cool. Yeah. Because you get an animal friend. A manimal. Uh, well, so I'm assuming you get one. It's a weird version of a beast Master, Master Ranger, mm-hmm. which we haven't talked about yet. Nope. Uh, but you've played one before and yep. you really enjoy it. Love it. But you said that you might actually change to a Cavalier next we'll time. Which is multi-class. Multi-class. Yeah. Which, so, don't, no spoilers, but when we do multi-classing, that might be the character that yes, we make. I think so. So, um, a fun thing about Cavaliers is that your fighting style is focused on the mount. That's correct. Primarily if you are hitting. Yes. Or if something hits you. Or the mount. Or the mount. So it's a lot of reaction-based roles mm-hmm. that's like, oh, if your mount gets hit, you get to take a reaction straight away to hit back at whatever hit your mount. Yes. So we were trying to think of like, yeah, you ride your mount right into the center of combat, jump off, it gets hit, you attack one, and then it's your and turn. And then it's your and turn and you, you hit again. Hit again. Which is really fun. Um, Which we thought can, was interesting. You can play it up. You can role play it. I think it has a lot of... Um, Potential? Yes. I think we discussed this and said a lot of the Xanathar uh, subclasses mm-hmm. are great for multi-classing. Yeah. They are fun, yeah. but they can be a bit painful to play. So we didn't. We haven't been playing 5th edition since release when we just started getting mm-hmm. into it after Xanathar's been out. Yes. Do you... Do we are we going to say as like an official statement online that Xanathar's is what brought multi-classing back into D&D? No, I think multi-classing has always been a thing as people always, most people, I mean, um, a common one that I've spoken to with a lot of people, multi-class a ranger and a druid. Or a bard and a barbarian. A bard and a, uh, a bard and pretty much anything. Yeah. Bards are always fun. Um, with with that, I think Xanathar definitely uh, in invites you to to multi-class with other things just because i think yes they have strong elements but they have some very weak ones as well yeah and to try to offset that you'd want to multi-class to to get a lot out of it as well uh but we also discovered our own new version of the five d's in D D. the five we were talking about cavaliers yeah please go through them. uh dodge dip dash dive and disengage which is our take on the Fantastic Dodge movie, Dodgeball, five Ds. <laughs> dodge, dip, dive, duck, and dodge. <laughs> um, mostly because when you send your mount into battle, uh, they, can, they can only do three things, which is um, dash, dodge, and disengage, um, which is very fun. And then you can dip off the mount and you can dive on the ground and go prone. Yeah. So it's like the five Ds of the D&D. The five Ds in D&D. Obviously Dungeons Dodge and Dragons. Dash, dive and do- disengage and also attack and use magic and... Cast spells and Cast spells react. and rituals yep. and all that fun stuff. But these are our five Ds. Um, <laughs> another thing about the Cavalier, which we're reading, well, it's here now, is at 18th level. Mm-hmm. No, at 15th level, sorry. The Ferocious Charger. Where that, um, if you're mounted or not, 
and you move at least 10 feet in a straight line right before attacking a creature, you can hit that. Um, and hit you hit target. it at your target. The target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be knocked prone. It's like it's just a bull charge of yeah. some dude. It's like, you fucking hit my horse. Ah! I love how there's in a straight line. It's like you yeah. can just you can't that curve. Way. <laughs> you can't make the like a sweet, like sweeping when dogs run on like tiles and they try to turn the corner. It's no, but it's like if you just bull charge straight, you're just like, motherfucker, get out of my way. I guess that's very similar to what's the um, activity called when it's a very medieval thing where they charge at each other with jousting. really long jousting. Yeah. It's jousting. Yeah, except the other person's also on a horse and has a giant pole. Dude's just not well, maybe this person there, does. Like shaking, just like, oh, oh, they don't get they don't get the charging feature. True, but you can do it on a horse as well. Sucker. Or a camel, as we found, yeah. is a right amount. An elephant. I love that. I. They're very expensive in D&D. Would you have to, if you're going as a cavalier and you get a mount, do you have to talk with your DM to say, can I just have the mount from the get-go? Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, okay. I think because, so in my campaign that I run, where the one, my, um. Oh, she forgot. She doesn't no, know. No, what's it called? What's it when called? you, um. Oh. Homebrew. Yeah, I couldn't even think the of the one. word for yep. homebrew. Um, I made them buy their mounts. I'm like, I'm getting to the point where you guys are very, very rich. I was going to say, but you, you guys broke it like... so that they have heaps of money now, though. No, I just, I only work in gold. Okay. Like, it's just Like easier. an adult. Like an adult. No, it's like a baby because I think it's an easier to just think of one currency. Um, but because they were starting to get a lot of money, I was like, you guys can buy mounds. And all of them fell for it and went, yeah, okay, we're going to buy some camels and stuff. I'm like, cool, that's all your money. And they were like, mm, yes. And then they thought about it and they're like, shit. Maybe I should have bought a Now house, we don't have much a money. A small loan. And I'm like, yep, yes, yes suckers fell for it. So now they're almost back to zero because all of them decided to buy mounts. Yeah. But the good thing is, is that they can carry more stuff with them. But you don't carry, you don't worry about carry weight, do you? Uh, sometimes. I mean, it gets to a point. They all have bags of holding as well. I kind of broke my game. Yeah. Because I had too much fun with it. Um, but it's getting to the point where they want to carry more weapons and they want to carry people and they start to get a bit ridiculous and they want to carry mementos from like every town they visited and I'm like you can't carry that much yeah that's fair so i mean yeah giving the mounts they could do that it also makes their traveling easier because they can carry uh they can travel by horse instead of having to be exhausted all the time yep. but the fun bit is i'm making them go through um a desert and so now they're having to worry about keeping their pets alive that's fair. which is also very funny uh back to uh that was a funny story it was thank you next time more dinosaurs now <laughs> champions so the champion archetype, which is in your basic rules, which you do get as your, in the pretty sure it's in the starter kit? set. Yeah. No, not the essential. It's in the starter set. So it's in the starter set. Um, but also in, I think you get it free when you download D and D beyond. Um, it's your base set. So we we put the note here, and it's like a dot point. Most people wouldn't pick this. It's a bit plain. Um, Unless you're using it to pre multi-class into something else. Yep. Or you're brand spanking you, and you're like, oh, I'm going to be a fighter subclass champion yeah. because it's very easy so you focus on raw physical power mm-hmm. and it pretty much gives you crits on lower rolls yeah so that's the only real benefit that we could see from this class is that um it's like oh instead of just rolling a 20 to get it um you can roll an 18 in higher levels or 19 when you do get that feature yep. unlocked um, you but you also get additional fighting styles, which is fun. So you can choose another one that you haven't already chosen. Which is what I was talking about before, how about how fighters, if you start with being the archer fighting style and said, I don't really like it, you choose yep. champion and then now you can be dual Change wielding and then you can have both, but mm-hmm. at the same time, 
you can just enjoy playing D and D. Yeah, it just it yes, you can just enjoy D and D right for the basic stuff. So if you're brand spanking new and you don't want to think too much about it, choosing the fighter and champion one will get you started. That's it. Uh, it's very easy. It's not overly complicated. Like the um, battle master, it's not as complicated as um, spell classes like wizards and mages. The, the two playtest ones when we were reading those, especially the. Um, the Rune Knight, oh, that, what the fuck? Complicated, but super cool. Yeah, once you read it and you actually like read the wording yep. of it, instead if of do what like, we do where we just skim over it and be like, I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> you can do that with uh, Champion. Yes. If you just want to skim over the rules and go, ah, yep, I know what I'm doing. You will know what you're doing because it's very basic. That's right. Um, Eldritch Knight, which was another fun one. From the Player's Handbook. Handbook. Yep. It's a spell casting fighter class. The first mm-hmm. one to be introduced because it was in the Player's Handbook, yep. which then they've now expanded on in other ones. Uh, it's primary thing is that you get a weapon bond, uh, so you can summon weapons. You can't be disarmed, and mm-hmm. you can have two weapons bonded at the same time. So you can dual wield mm-hmm. Eldritch Knight, Thor, God of Thunder, Thor, God Stormbreaker, of Thunder. and Molnir. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's why he's so good at it, yeah, even though he's he gets disarmed. Oh, your weapon so. pulled you off. <laughs> oh, you sound like you had a very special bond with one of your. I'm doing um. I'll pulled you off. You reckon? <laughs> yeah. Jerked off. That's, That's the, the joke, joke from Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. I hate that movie. Oh, oh controversy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but that, that bit where um, he's talking to... Titty White Titty. Yeah, that one. Uh, and he's like, you, you, your hammer pulls you up? Oh, yuck. No, no, it pulled me off the ground. Well, it sounds like you have a very special bond with uh, your, your hammer. That's I think I did a very good I was about to accent. say, you've done a very bad accent. I thought it was very good. <laughs> you can suck an egg. Oh... Um, so it mixes magic and melee at the same in the same turn, mm-hmm. um, yeah. as in that you can cast a cantrip and then follow it up with a melee weapon, mm-hmm. melee attack afterwards. Guidance. I'm gonna hit you. Yeah. Plus one d4. Yeah. Sucker. That's pretty good. And then later on, you can teleport on your action action surge. Yeah. So you could run in, do your attack. Oh no, you would teleport in. No, you'd your run attacks, in. But you have to do it on action surge to teleport. Yeah. So run in. Because yep. you can just run. Yeah. Fight, then teleport out. But action surge is a bonus action that gives you bonuses to your attacks. Yep. So why would you, you lose that? You can still that? run. Yeah, but why would you use? Why would you lose the extra attack? You're not losing the extra attack. On action surge. Running and attacking is still in one turn. Yeah. And then use your bonus action to teleport out. But then you don't get the benefit of the attack. Why wouldn't you? Because you're doing it. You cut. You'll use the bonus action after your action. Yes. So you don't so start with the bonus action. I'm not saying that. Running is not a bonus action. Yes, Jasmine, listen. If the order goes move, attack, bonus action, mm-hmm. and your bonus action lasts your whole turn, if you're doing it at the end of the turn, then you lose that benefit except for the teleport. So I'm saying bonus why... Bonus action you can use at the end. Yeah, but why would you lose the attack benefit just so you can teleport away? You're not. You're attacking and then you're using your bonus action after you have attacked exactly. to teleport. But then you don't get the bonus of the action surge on your attack. The action is that you're teleporting. But you, that's your bonus action. But you also get the action surge normal benefit as well. No, it's using it. That's that's the thing. Is that you can sub- um... No, I'm right. You're wrong. Let me prove it. No. Give me a second. I need D&D Beyond to load. Okay, we're going to class features. Okay, sorry to break so away. Much. What is action surge? Uh... What is it? On your turn, you can take one additional action, right? Yeah. So if your extra action is going to be to do another attack... Oh, okay. I guess it's just fucking bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so, so who was right? right? 
Who was fucking right? I just, well, who was fucking right? Not you. You figured it out. I was fucking right. An action turn on your turn to make one additional action does not say attack. So your additional action when you hit that level is to teleport no, the fuck away. No, you get to teleport on top of doing the action surge. Fine, then I'll use my action surge to take another action fucking hit and then teleport the fuck away. I was fucking right. Alright, okay. Sucking egg. You can walk home. This is how we have our discussions about D&D at home. So just letting you all know that you're joining in on the conversation now. I'm very embarrassed. I'm going to end myself. Purple Dragon Knight is the next one. This is a sword cast source book. Um, I'm going to flick you right (laughs) in the jugular. Uh, And it's pretty much like a bannerman, uh, Mm -hmm. how it buffs close allies. Buffs you in close allies. Later on, it allows you to do make your allies do the stuff like you do. Yep. So whatever, if you're doing an attack, you get a bonus attack, they get the bonus attack. But it's only for like so the closest Rallying person. cry, um, inspiring surge. So, for example, rallying cry at third level. Uh, choose three creatures within 60 feet of you. Each one regains number of hit points equal to your fighter level, provided that the creature can see or hear you. Inspiring surge, uh, creatures within 60 feet of you can make one melee attack or ranged weapon attack with its reaction provider that can see or hear you. So you're providing them the opportunity to do things. Yes. Which is interesting. It's different. It's the Sword Coast Adventures guide. So it's, you were saying that that's more like a role-playing book? Like a role-playing so. source book? I think so. I've always seen it as more of a role-playing book because it doesn't offer more subclasses for every class. So for Druids, for example, it has other circles, but they actually don't add anything to your... You, you don't get extra things on your 5th and 7th and 11th level. It just says, oh, if you choose this one, you can have these some things, like role-playing aspects. Yeah. Which is kind of boring, but uh, it's there. It's a fighter type. Mm. If any of you have played a Purple Dragon Knight in as a fighter, let us know how you enjoyed it. Or if you didn't enjoy it. Yeah, or you didn't. Also, did you just have like a giant spear with a flag on it to really play on the Bannerman thing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next thing, which is your favorite Roronora Zoro, uh, the Samurai, which yes. is Xanathus subclass. Yeah. Uh, we have a friend, Thor, plays as Not a Samurai. Not of Thunder, we call Not, him Thor. We call him Thor because he's a very Thor. lovely deep voice. And he looks like Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, straight off the bat, third um, level, yeah, bonus proficiencies, uh, fighting spirit, which is interesting. Did you want to talk about the fighting spirit? Uh, it increases to hit and makes you tougher mm-hmm. because it gives you uh, temporary hit points. Five temporary hit points, yeah. Yep. You get three charges of it and it gets recharged at a long rest. Mm-hmm. So going back on to the Battle Master, the Battle Master is good after you make your initial hit roll. So yes. if you hit something, you get the benefits with the superiority dice on damage rolls mm-hmm. while the Samurai gives you benefits to, to hit. hit. Yes but not necessarily the damage rolls. Mm-hmm. Obviously, being a away, warrior, uh, fighter, sorry, you get those benefits anyway, but yeah. Uh, the caveat to that later on is that you can actually exchange your bonuses to hit um, for extra attacks. Which is really cool. It's not till much later, yeah. but really fucking fun. So then we were saying that like because fighters get like three extra attacks. So at 11th level, you gain your third attack so your second extra attack yeah. and then so if you have this the, is how we're reading into it yeah yes. so if you use fighting spirit to get increased to hit and you're rolling your three hits then you sacrifice the bonus to hit for extra attacks that's rapid strike 
Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's what I'm doing the later on thing. But you have to sacrifice your fighting spirit. Yes. To do okay, that. Yeah. Yep, yep. So fighting spirit is what it's called. But so the math of this working is you say you're going to attack, you use one thing of fighting spirit so you get the bonus to hit. But before you roll, you say, actually, I'm going to use my swift strikes to... Rapid strikes, yeah. Yep, rapid yep. strikes, sorry. So that you can exchange your two hit bonus from using fighting spirit as extra attacks. Then you roll six dice because you have three dice. Normally. That makes no sense. How not? So you're starting, you're saying I'm going to use fighting spirit. And then even before you roll, you're saying I'm not going to use fighting spirit. Yeah, because you, if you were to roll and you're going to add your two hit bonus to it. So I'm saying that you have to say, I'm going to use fighting spirit. But why would you just not, just don't say it at all and just say, I'm going to use rapid surge. Because as, a, as a DM and I'm, and I'm saying, oh, how the fuck are you getting six attacks? If you can't explain it to me, I'm not going to give you six attacks. I would just say, I'm going to take, I'm going to use rapid strike. And I said, okay, well, how are you getting the bonus to hit? What do you mean the bonus to hit? Read the oh, if you have the attack. But you don't get the attack by using fighting spirit. What's Read the blurb for, fight, for rapid attack. Rapid strikes done at 15th level. You learn to trade accuracy for swift strikes. If you take the attack action on your turn and have advantage on an attack yep. and roll where do you against... Get, where do you get advantage on, on hit? Against on blah, 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 blah. blah. Fighting spirit. Um, as a bonus action on your turn, you can give yourself advantage on weapon uh, attack rolls. So bonus action, give yourself advantage. And give yourself okay, advantage. so you're not just saying it. You're saying as a bonus action, I want to expend my fighting spirit so I have advantage. And then on my normal turn, I assumed you were just like, I'm going to use fighting spirit actually i've changed my mind and i want to use this no That's i'm saying I no how i yes. said it was i'm using fighting spirit and i'm not going to use my to hit bonus but i'm going to sacrifice that to get more attacking hmm. that makes sense i'm on it now yes got a little confused you picked me up on the way at the end and, and now we're back on track so that's how we're reading it samurai is fun with samurai you can yeah, smash it i guess they also have a defying death ability as well at level 18 mm-hmm. um which again we thought would be a bit weird if like for instance you're a half elf half uh, orc who when goes down to zero actually goes down to one so technically you go down to zero you'll activate your undying feature mm-hmm. yep which then gives you the bonuses to that then go back up to one health and then when you get this undying thing uh what do you get uh, if, if you, you take, take damage, damage that reduces you to zero hit points and doesn't kill you outright, you can use your reaction to defy uncon- uh, to defy delay. Sorry, to delay falling unconscious, and you can immediately take one extra turn, interrupting your current turn. The current turn. Uh, when the extra turn ends, you fall unconscious if you still have zero. So, but if you're a half orc, you don't actually go down and stay at zero. So that is almost useless if you're a half orc. No, because you oh, no, go to zero and then it goes zero, back up to one. You f- you take your action. And then instead of falling back unconscious, you you stay up at one. That's what I'm saying. That's interesting. So it's like, yeah, that's that's what I was trying to trying to say is like, yeah, I get you it could now. kind of break it with the wording of the of the yes. You paragraph. again talk to your DM, see if they allow it. Yeah. But if you want to break the game, that's the way to do it. Yeah, I, I thought that was really interesting. And the only reason I know that is because we have a lot of people in our parties that play half orcs and they use that feature for that mm-hmm. race so often. It keeps him alive. It keeps him alive. Yeah, <laughs> it keeps him alive. Um, overall, fighters are really interesting, super versatile, um, especially in the way that you fight choosing your weapons or armor. Anything else you'd recap with fighters? Yeah, we haven't talked about any of the unearthed uncarnal ones. Oh, fuck. There's two more to go. 
Okay. We'll do. Yep. A, we'll just do a quick thing. So they're both in playtest mode. Play test so you mode. can't use them in Adventure Leagues, but there's two of them. Uh, Rune Knight, which connects you basically to. You were taught under certain giants, which is really interesting. The way that I connected to it was if any of you have watched um, Full Metal Alchemist, having to draw runes and using them to do different magic, somewhat yeah. similar. Um, and, depend- and so you get two runes at the start and depending on which runes you use, you can either have them as a passive bonus or you can evoke them to activate them, which then destroys them else. off like whatever you're using them on. For that day. For the day. You get them back at a long rest yeah. or as a short rest? On a long rest. Yeah. Uh, and then so the elements are in response to the giant type. So like the hill giant, fire giant, frost, cloud, storm and stone. Yep. Uh and they will give you benefits based on the characteristics of those giants. So, for example, hills, even though they are very dumb. Just to clarify, hill, like running hills, not heel. Yeah, look, we had a huge debate over this. You were like, fire the hills. I'm like, I never said that. And you're like, yes, I did. No, you did. So, hill, H-I-L-L. Um, so, right at the beginning, you have resistance to poisonings, but... Uh, if you invoke them, you have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage for up to a minute. Yes. Um, and then right at the top, you've got your storm, so your big boys, um, your basic. Um, In, yeah, your passive is that you get advantage on arcana checks, and you cannot be surprised. You cannot be surprised. Yeah, that's yep. right. Yeah, sorry. Um, and then your invocation. So to invoke it, then you get uh, the ability. To get uh, to cause advantage or disadvantage on someone that's making an attack roll, a saving throw, an ability check, whether that's an ally or an enemy, mm-hmm. as long as they're in sixty feet of you. So it's really interesting. They get two two things per each one. Later on in the subclass, you can have uh, additional runes that your character knows because you start off by knowing two, and then at seven you learn three, and then at ten you learn the fourth one, and then at mm-hmm. eighteen you learn the fifth one. Um, and then every time you long rest, you can choose a different combination of those of, ones. Two sets of ones, and you can put it either on your shield, your weapons, or your armor. Yeah. So you can play around with it with how you've imbued them. Yeah. And then the other unearthed arcana one, which is playtesting at the moment, is the psychic warrior, uh, which uses magic to strengthen the abilities, um, which can be both offensive or defensive, um, by augmenting the defenses or the strikes. Uh, so it's kind of like the Eldritch Knight, but it's more like an augmentation rather than a magic assistance to it. Yeah. It's how I've, I've worded it. And then we've got the camera that just died on us. Sorry, um, Sorry people were watching. But the Gunslinger, mm-hmm. which we've talked about throughout this yep. episode. We're not going to actually go into it because it's actually very... There's a lot. I would it. almost do Gunslinger as a separate um, I think we might do episode. that just critical role content by yep. itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a different one as well. Read it if you want. Later. Yep. It's really fun. We've played with a gunslinger. He was our policeman in Dragon Heist. He was a forge cleric. He was not a gunslinger. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But he had a gun. He had a gun. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah, that's that's fighters as a whole. Take two of that. Um, super versatile. You have a lot of options. That's right. You can do ranged. You can do close combat. Where whatever you, can you want. do spells if you choose the right one. Yep. Would you play it? Yeah, I would. I would playing it. I would play it, knowing what we've got into, like reading about mm-hmm. it and stuff. Um, I think the Cavalier is probably the funniest one because, like, you could. We've we've discussed something that we're going to do in a multi-class episode yeah. for that. Um, I just reckon it's a very 
different way to play the yeah. game. Uh, but again, it depends on the DM uh, allowing you to have mounts or like giving it you at a cheaper rate or mm-hmm. if you need to have a backstory that gives yeah. you a mount or something Start like that. Start it from the beginning, yeah. yeah. Which is super fun. Uh, we apologize for any arguments that may have happened <laughs> through this. Uh, we're still very heated over the Christmas New Year period. We um, love arguing about d and It's our thing. Yeah. You can always join in. Yep. Always join in. Yep. Uh, talk to us at Rocket Tabletop on whichever... Social medias that you prefer. That's right. Finish it up as well. Uh, did you want to... Imaginary Adventures? Shout out again. Yep. Uh, 20% off till the end of January. Rocket Tabletop is the code. Uh, apply it at checkout. Um, just a huge shout out again. They are Australian owned and operated. They do... Support Apply super fast Australian shipping and 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Which we have uh, experienced all three of those. Yes. Um, being that they are super responsive with um, their satisfaction guaranteed. We had um, a couple of minis come broken yes. when we bought them and they replaced them instantly, which is fantastic. Super responsive as well. Yep. Um, so Australian owned is always fun as well because we are also Australian. So just once again, Rocket Tabletop. So R-O-C-K-E-T-T-A-B-L-E-T-O-P at checkout for 20% off until the end of January 2020. Uh, thank you for listening. Catch up. Have a good week.